Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. So JJ, I want to talk about something today that I've been thinking about a lot the last week or two, and that is this idea of the difference between thriving and striving. Mm, that sounds interesting. <laughs> as, as like humans, right? Like the difference between when we are striving to achieve something, like striving mm-hmm. to be happy, striving to feel productive versus thriving when we're in the exact same environments, the exact same scenarios, but we're really thriving. And I don't want to talk about it like from the external, what the, what the reaction is, like what it looks like, but I want to talk about the energy difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been noticing, particularly in the last few, like I mentioned, the last couple of weeks, I've had several conversations with my clients and I too have been in this state of change. Like, I don't know now it's, you know, we're recording this. It's the beginning of September. Everything is going to different things. Now we're going back to school. We're going back to, Mm -hmm. you know, these different habits and routines in the fall. And yet things are very different for us as a country and, and everything right now. And I think that there's a lot of um, people that are very much wanting to feel good. Mm -hmm. They're working very hard to feel good. Some of them may even be skating on being depressed or really sad and taking Herculean efforts to go do something to feel good, which would be Mm -hmm. that really that striving energy. And the things that are created from that energy are very different than when you are just allowing things to be and doing your best and being satisfied with your authentic self yeah and thriving yep well if we just think about that for for a bit if we just think about it in the context of our covid experience right that we have all gone through um back in March, right? That was almost like a survival thing. Like, oh, this big thing's happening. You know, everyone kind of, you know, either hunkers down or jumps into some action, but it, but it was like a, a, a pretty abrupt change. Right. Yeah. So that happened and it was like a surge, right? Like, yeah, that's a good way. We're all going to get, we're all going to get through this. Everyone kind of jumps in. Um, but then since it's gone on so long, it's turned into something else, right? Where it's been depleting energy over a long period of time, like months and months and months. And yeah, what I feel you're saying is like a lot of people are in a mode of striving, right? Like, hey, we're tr- we want to get out of this. I want to do something to try to... Um, escape the situation I'm in. And that's not really a thriving. You're not thriving at that point. You're just right. trying to get out of something. Right. And, um, and yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't, I, I don't, I, I should also add, which I didn't, but I should also say like, 
there's not a judgment in this. I'm not judging being in striving mode versus thriving mode. I'm not saying striving is wrong. I'm just saying that I have noticed a tremendous difference in energy in yeah. what's created from the striving place. Yeah, well, I can tell you that, you know, without, you know, a big example like, like COVID, just in my like artistic mm -hmm. um, pursuits, right? I move from striving to thriving all the time, possibly multiple times in a single day on a single project, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I agree. There's no judgment in it. It's, it's part of yeah. the, the cycle, right? It's just part of life as you move in and out of it. Right. Sometimes it might be big events that last months yeah. or years. Sometimes it might be small events like, like I'm really trying to push some workout. It's just not working. Everything about it's terrible. <laughs> that would be striving <laughs> to get it done, not thriving in the, uh, you know, glow of creation or something. <laughs> the glow of creation. That's a great. We should get t-shirts. Have you seen me do art? It's amazing. It's literally glowing. Uh, I I just was. I think that you're right. Like it is a continuum. We are always striving and thriving, striving and thriving. And yet, I think that with greater awareness of our own true feelings, that. Um, Here's an example. If there is somebody who feels down, and maybe it's somebody who's even depressed, and a model of not being as aware would mean that when they sensed that they were becoming depressed, when they felt they were kind of on that downhill slide, and they were feeling really sad and listless and no energy and wanting to sleep a lot. And um, a lot of times that takes a while even for the awareness to kick in. So if you're lower in awareness, plus you deal with that, there's a point where you recognize, oh, I'm here. Like, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I didn't realize I was going here, but I'm here. And, and now... I hate it. I hate where I am. I don't like this. I hate how I feel. I don't feel productive. I don't feel like I'm contributing. And I know where I'm going to be. I'm just going to be in this black hole of myself forever. And I, I just don't, I'm so unhappy. And mm -hmm. so there's like a continuum, right? And in a, a less aware state, in addition to being depressed or sad, there is a, like almost a mental decision that happens that says, that's it. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to wildly do the opposite. I'm going mm -hmm. to start calling all my friends. I'm going to force myself to clean my whole house. I'm going to force myself to pretend like I'm okay. I refuse to let myself be at this state. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's more of that striving unaware because what happens is those energy gears and those cycles, I think, start to kind of rev up. And, um, and what you produce in that state has that energy signature. And I'm using big, weird, weird terms today, but yeah. it uses it, it when, you, when you produce from that state, even well intentioned, it's absolutely exhausting. And it's mm -hmm. like forced, forcing positivity, forcing. <clears throat> 
behaviors, forcing all of these, you know, false emotions to yep. quote, fake it till you make it. Yep. Yeah. You know, that does, that explanation resonates with me because, you know, early in my career, when we were building the company, um, there was, there, you know, there was probably years where, you know, it was a real struggle all the time, right? Like we never had any cash. We mm -hmm. struggled mm -hmm. to get customers. Our product was buggy. Like, like just everything felt really hard. Um, and we would do that all the time. Like I remember it, jokingly, we would talk about how I would dynamite plunger things. <laughs> like that was like a term the, the, the employees would use. Um, because some things I just would want to blow up because like I was so done with it. Like they like, just couldn't make it work. I was just so done with it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but looking back at that, that was obviously me in that state of striving. Like I, I wanted a thing to happen. I couldn't figure out how to make it happen. It was frustrating. I was emotional about it. Um, yeah. and I just tried to force things, which made everyone irritated, which probably like was opposite of what I actually wanted to have happen. Right. Um, but it was just trying to force it all to happen and it, and it, and it wasn't, it was hard. It would, it didn't feel good. Right. It yeah. didn't feel like we were being successful. It felt like we were failing all the time. Yeah. Um, so that was, and we were just trying to plow through. Right. Right. And, um, so this was in hindsight, you. we could have taken a better approach. <laughs> yeah, but this was you and see, but there's no judgment there. Like, I don't think that there's any place for judgment whatsoever because you were learning and growing and you were in a more unaware state of your own process and your own feelings. Definitely. You know, it yep. might have been due to being very young. You were very young. Like there, yep. there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. So I, it's not even so like I want to be just really clear, like it's not about the judgment of self. It's not about like taking your inventory right this moment saying, am I striving or thriving? What a jerk I am. It's like, or why did I do that in my past? I'm so terrible. It's nothing like that because we're all on this continuum. However, I really feel like this, the difference between striving and thriving is also on a continuum. Hmm. You know, you can be striving on one end of that stick. As I talk about, you know, um, with every subject, there are two subjects the absence of that subject and the having of that subject. And in this case, I feel like those are the ends of the stick sometimes where when we're in this striving mode, it isn't probably realistic to expect ourselves to go from striving, oh, I notice I'm really working hard, I'm really striving, to that's it, I'm gonna force thrive myself. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> yeah. too big of an energetic leap. There's not, a, yeah. there's not an opportunity for us to do that in the moment. And Actually, you said something that I think is really interesting. You said, I'm going to decide to force myself into mm -hmm. a thriving mode, which is just the definition of striving, right? Yeah. It's like, that's the definition of, like, you're not going to get there with that kind of attitude. Right. Because, because when you're in this, uh, this mode of thriving, in this, this feeling and this being of thriving... Yeah it's not any of those things. It's, it's easy and everything's in flow. Right. Yeah. And you're there, but maybe you didn't even know how you got there. Right. Right. You just allowed, you were more allowing. It's like, to me, yeah. like, let's just take that exact same example. So like 
if, if that example of being at the bottom of the hill, you know, and you're feeling really down, um, I had a business partner once who described like true depression in this way, and I thought it was really a fascinating description. He said, Melissa, you don't actually know when you're starting to hit that place. It just happens so gradually that one minute you feel fine, and the next minute you are outside at 3 o'clock in the morning with a headlamp and a tweezers getting that one weed out of your front yard. <laughs> and that visual to me was so dramatic, but such a perfect example of how we just don't see how we are kind of moving in a direction until mm -hmm. we're all of a sudden at this yeah. point where we have this recognition. And so what I'm talking about is the departure from the moment we have that recognition. Like what would happen if instead of what did you call it? The dynamite plunger? Yeah, <laughs> that's a really funny phrase. <laughs> So like what happens if we hit that spot rather than reaching for the dynamite plunger, maybe what we can suggest to ourselves is more allowance. Like, isn't that interesting? Like I'm here, yeah. I feel, yeah. and just again, like we say, just check in with yourself. You know what? I don't feel great right now. And my in instinct tells me, get into high gear, go do something, make it happen. Rather than doing that, what would happen if I just observed? Like I, this doesn't, I'm not feeling great. What is behind that? What is making me yep. not feel like I'm thriving? Cool. Let's, let's talk a little bit more about what it feels like to be thriving. We, mm. we, we spent a lot of time on striving, right? Yeah. But to me, describing what thriving is like. Yeah. And then thinking, you know, sort of uh, getting getting yourself into a state where you are thriving, um, you know, there's, there's similarities there. Like, like the, the path is easier when you describe what thriving's like. Yeah. Well, for me, like I have a perfect example. Like when we have, like even in our podcast recordings, you know, mm -hmm. when we're having a really good recording, I'm not thinking about the creation that we're creating. I'm not thinking about oh, it needs to sound perfect. I need to be this. JJ needs to do these things. Like I'm in the flow and I trust. I'm trusting yep. the feeling that it's working. Like I trust that momentum is gradually sort of building on itself and mm -hmm. it feels good. Like I don't feel the need to interject hard activity or action or brain stuff. Yeah, it all just sort of unwinds on its own somehow. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And I don't mean to say that we're not being wise. Like, it's not like we're not doing the work, right? It's not like we're not having a, a, a sort of game plan. We're professional people. We yeah, have like professional. Yeah, like we prepared, right? Yes, like we yeah. prepared. But, yeah, in, but, but in the moment, but we're just like, uh, you're kind of saying like, uh, during the recording of the podcast, like maybe even right this very second, we're just in the moment. We're right we're here. Moment. We're just chatting. Yeah. We're not worrying about what happened yesterday or what I got to do like tomorrow. Right. 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 And we're so just talking. to me, thriving is a lot about being in that moment. Oh, that's right? a really good distinction. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and not thinking too far in the past, not thinking too far in the future just allowing and enjoying being right here. Yep. Uh, and that's very, and that makes everything feel very easy. Yeah, 
It right. Does. When you're in that state, it's like, you know, athletes will just de de describe it as being in flow or in the right? zone, being in the zone. Mm -hmm. um, but that's a great place to be. Right. And if you can be at that state more, not maybe for a single podcast recording, but like for an entire day mm -hmm. or even an or hour maybe or a, even five minutes, <laughs> it's it really changes how, you know, your your mental mood. Yeah. <laughs> it I really changes your happiness. And I think too, what's absent in thriving, what's absent is the mental calisthenic, all the mental calisthenics. Mm -hmm. Is this okay? Am I doing this okay? Like the death of a thousand cuts, constantly self-evaluating and self-criticizing, telling yourself stories, wondering how other people are thinking you are, wondering if other people are thinking you're doing okay. Like all of oh, that yeah. stuff is absent in the place of thriving for, for me. Yeah. Thriving is like, has, there's no judgment when it's hap when you're in that state, right? Mm -hmm. There's no judgment from others. There's no judgment from yourself. Right. Actually, most importantly, there's no judgment from yourself. Most importantly. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, when we become more aware of our own feelings, like that's the first thing we always talk about. The second thing is, um, is once we have those, the awareness of those feelings to not shove them away or pretend they don't exist or force the actor self as we always talk about that actor self is fake it till you make it push other emotions out that aren't true when we're not doing that you know that allows for us to just be and then it makes it easier so checking mm -hmm. our our own emotions and then um and then noticing what they are and being with them for just a moment rather than judging them or pushing them away yeah yeah, um, the one thing that, you know, 40-something-year-old JJ would like to tell 20-something-year-old JJ is instead of walking around the company pushing dynamite plungers, um, <laughs> nowadays, <laughs> nowadays it, it just like slow down a little bit, sit with it, don't take sh such big action, don't try to force things that aren't going to happen. Like, like nowadays if we're working on a project and it's just doesn't seem to be going very well, I, we just stop. Like mm -hmm. we don't try to force it. You know, people are like, we're just going to stop. I'm like, yeah, we'll just stop. We'll just do it later. Like if something about the energy isn't working right now, like we're not going to force it because I know that doesn't work. I, yeah. I know, I know it doesn't work. And, and, uh, it's much better for me and everyone else to just put that stuff on pause for a while. And if it's important and if it's right, mm -hmm. it'll come back. Yeah. And sometimes it comes back the next day. Like yeah. it's kind of amazing how when you, when you just let some of those things go that you thought were really important things to get done, um, just let them the, go. Just the act of letting them go actually kind of unstucks them, like gets right. them unstuck, right? Well, and also it causes a lot less resistance. Yeah. It causes less resistance. It's exactly like even so you were example, you were an example of talking about working with people at work. But even if we're talking just about ourselves with ourselves, um, when we notice that we are not in that thrive state and we really crave it and then we begin to really strive, I think 
um, again, just recognizing, oh, here I am. Like I'm force, I'm really forcing myself to be that way. And what if I just take my foot off the gas just a little bit rather than expecting myself to go from, I'm not very happy. I'm actually pretty sad to, I'm going to be super happy by five o'clock and I'm going to do all these things yeah. is that's yeah. so much energy. And that makes it so there's so much resistance in that. What if we just brought ourselves to just a little further towards thriving, meaning take my foot off the gas. I'm not going to put such harsh expectations on myself. Mm -hmm. The house does not have to be spotless by 6 p.m. so that I can prove to myself that I'm not sad. Like I don't have to do anything to prove yep. anything. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that letting go is an important part. And that letting go of your self-judgment. I mean, I think we said that maybe a bunch of times already, but yeah, it's to so me, it's so though. important. Mm -hmm. And I think too, the stuff that is, you know, this is going to sound a little airy fairy maybe, but I always, I always, you know, skirt on the side of sounding that way sometime, which I'm fine with, but <laughs> that what you create when you're in a moment of striving, you'll always remember that. Like it, you don't necessarily remember that thing that was created, but if you talk about it and come to the realization of, like that project or this art project, or I made myself finish that book, I can almost guarantee that you don't remember the subject at yeah. all. But when you think about that subject, you remember how you felt. So it leaves a residual energy almost. And when you have more of that allowance and more, when you have less resistance and you're just in the flow of things, again, the same thing whether the expression of it was completed and perfect, you won't remember that as much as you'll remember how you felt. Like, wow, mm -hmm. I remember when we, like you and I, when we created certain things with our other company, Corology, like we had so much joy about the stuff that we were creating. And we really remember that. Every time we talk about it, we talk about it so fondly, yeah, not because yeah. of the outcome of what it was or wasn't, but how we felt in the process of that. Actually, it's true. It's, it's funny when you and I talk about this all the time, like sometimes when we're really in the flow, like right after, we won't really even remember no. what we created. <laughs> I know. But, but we, the whole, the whole chorology experience, I might not remember the details of exactly what we created, but I certainly remember how it felt. We talk about how it felt all the time. Yeah. How our team felt, how it felt to be supported and working in, in a team that was like, you know, so in sync with each other, like we can describe it in those ways very clearly. Right, exactly. And for the listeners, Corology was a startup company that JJ and I had a few years ago. Yeah. So, you know what I started, I, my strive for this podcast was just not to mix up the words striving and thriving. <laughs> I, t I had that worry too. <laughs> I was like, oh no, wait, what if? Because this is so important. Why did, we, why did we pick a podcast topic with two words that are almost the same? <laughs> well, I'm on my way to a Dr. Seuss moment. What can I say? <laughs> well, but beyond that, I think this, this is like a really interesting conversation because um, I'm going to guess if people sit and think about the difference in mm. their lives of points when they've been striving mm -hmm. and, and, and times when they've been thriving and really think about the feelings of each of those states, it'll be really 
insightful. Yeah. And I think too, like just in close, like we've had listeners that have asked us to sort of, Hey, when you do finish your podcast, like what should we do? Like, give us a, give us something to try or, and, and I would just say again, what is it that you are striving for in this moment when you're listening? What are the, what's the stuff in your life right now that's causing you to really strive for a certain outcome? And what are you doing to add to that striving? And can you take your foot off the gas? Like, what can you, what can you be okay with just more of an allowing perspective? Check in with those feelings and what feels good to you and move always towards activities, um, beliefs, thoughts that make you feel good. And I think that's the most important thing. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.